0: Hello and welcome to the Liverpool Echo Everton podcast Uh, It's a slightly different cast this week Obviously myself, Greg O'Keefe, Tony Scott, Statman, Gav Buchland. We're joined by Everton supporter, blogger and journalist Roderick Cannon who's going to contribute as well So, as you know, we tweeted earlier today asking for your suggestions for topics We've had a few interesting ones and we'll get cracking The site was leading today with our story about Umar ass. Phil Phil Keckbride's story about Nias. Uh, and Martinez's assertion that it's very unlikely we'll see much of him If we've already seen anything of him at all anyway Before the end of the season And uh, he's talking about him in terms of next season So we've got a tweet from one reader who talks about Nias And he's basically saying to us It's Paul Fortenbury, uh And that's at Volquest Paul And he's saying, Niasse, how bad of a deal does that look like Thirteen point five million is a lot for nothing, even if it's his first season. And he's basically asking us you know, why why is this deal flopped? And you know, as he says, even if it's his first season, how bad a deal is it? Gav, we didn't see him again on Saturday. No, we
1: didn't. Um, and I know there's a story this morning, isn't it, about um, perhaps whether it's doubtful whether we'll see him certainly playing a full game between now and the end of the season. It's an interesting on this, isn't it really? Um sometimes it's the pedals are buying in January and there is there is a precedent I think it happened with James Beattie who was bought in January 2005 and there was, on Saturday yeah right. and hmm. p- you know not fit at all when he came from Southampton uh, and didn't play really if you think about it you know when we qualified for the Champions League in 2005 he, he, I mean, he didn't play at all um, you know we meant we played Marcus Benford every game and Kyle and I think the word was then there's problems with his fitness and, and so on and so forth and, and I think you know uh, you know, but to be fair to him, that there was the following season we saw the best of him. whether that was, you know, any great great cheeks is is, is uh, debatable. So there is a, there is a precedent. It's certainly not the first time it's happened at, at any club. Was bought in in the January window. Winter, winter. Uh, slightly different because he was a proven Premier League player. Um, with with Nias, he's, he's got forty odd goals in three seasons. I think hasn't he? Yeah. Abroad, so. Um, I don't know if that makes him a complete dud or the transfer a complete failure at this stage but what he'd be looking for is you know to be given an opportunity of games before he, anybody can make a final judgement on you know, the, the the value of the transfer and by the looks of it that's not going to happen now until uh, till a new campaign yeah. But
2: you're talking about games there Gav if you look at it two teenagers made their debuts before this this fella on Saturday lead between the lines, why isn't he playing these games he's not even getting games in under-21s is he, so he's not even getting game time there he's not even getting game time with the first yeah. team so obviously there's something a miss here 13 and, yet, and a half million
0: and yet he threw him on against West Ham at a pivotal point in that game now if he was fit enough to make potentially make a difference then, mm. why has he gone backwards since then, that's what I can't understand
3: I think he's a complete panic buy because if you think about his last game before he joined, it was the 10th of December why would you, if he's your top target and if you've watched him for a year if you rave about him why would you wait until the very end of January why wouldn't you get him in the first week
2: Yeah,
3: to give him a chance and also four months no three and a half three months to uh, to uh, adapt to the Premier League how, how can he possibly adapt if he doesn't play I don't know it might be a fitness injury yeah. or the wrist the wrist yeah but the, the Jamie Vardy's got a huge cast in his head for most of the season yeah. yeah, he's the Premier League joint top goalscorer I think yeah. so I can't buy into that yeah,
1: I, I'm don't get me; wrong, I'm not saying like that. You know, it's all smelling the roses here, and I'm just saying that. You know, there is a precedent with Beattie, and for, for my eyes, it's only you know I can only judge on like a run of games where the way there's you know that he is fit and he, he gets ninety minutes week in week out, and then that, that's that I'll judge whether it's it's a you know it's a failure or not. Um, and but well, I, I do take your points. any you signing is a bit of a risk, in any January signing from Russia because of the the winter break. Which you saw with McGee did, not we? Yeah, he came back. He came to Goodison, he didn't look exactly in the best shape,
0: did he?
2: When does the league uh, finish in Russia? Uh,
1: his last game was 10th of December,
3: so
2: yeah. I think it's
1: the middle of
0: December. It goes into. Uh, the winter hiatus doesn't have to have the, the break weeks. over
2: Christmas should we should be he's only had like a two week break a three week break before he signed for Evan. so there's no excuse there he should have been flying yeah but you, you don't know what the wise and force the transfers do you you don't
1: know what, what I
2: happens. think what annoys me about this transfer is that we sold Stephen Naismith for eight million to sign, the, to sign the ass and then you're looking at it and you're thinking and the form Everton at the moment, is they, they seem to be lacking passion and commitment. And look at Stephen Naismith, and he'd run through a brick wall for you, this fellow, regardless of his ability, regardless of if he's having a bad game or not, he would run through a brick wall for you. And the Everton fans can relate to that, and they don't see that at the moment. And they've sold Stephen Naismith for £8 million. Yeah, it was good it's good business for the, for the lads who nearly 30, wasn't he, 29, yeah, Naismith? 29, yeah. So yeah, it's good business on that behalf. But is it good business when you look at it now? No, it isn't. You ask the majority of them Evertonians on Saturday, they have Stephen Naismith as a name. Any day of the week. I think it
0: was obvious that we were crying out for some uh, forward support for Lukaku. Uh, it's getting to the point now where it looks touchwood. It looks like he's gonna have a largely injury-free season. I've got to emphasise touchwood. Don't want to jinx that, but it could have been so different. He only needed to turn his ankle, and all of a sudden, that's why clearly January was the time to bring in a support striker. And he's brought someone in, and for whatever reason, he's hardly played. And so, whatever way you look at the strike. The, the transfer so far and I, I accept what Gav, and I agree with what Gav is saying. You can't judge him as a player yet. But as a transfer so far it's been a failure. Yeah. And okay. what compounds it is the mealy mild assertion that it's something to do with fitness over his wrist. You know, as Rodri said, you've got Vardy there playing with his cast. I remember Gary Lineker, when I think back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'm not mm. having that a fist injury has got any, any... Anyone who's seen him warm up, for example. Now, this might be unfair, because warm-ups don't represent whether someone's a brilliant player. But it gives you a little bit of insight into how a dynamic or interested someone mm. might be before a game. I've seen him warm up, and he looks like he could not give the slightest of mm. you-know-what. Yeah. He, li- he literally goes
2: through the motions. He looks like a little lost boy sometimes But this is the reason why he hasn't played games Obviously there's a reason why Why two teenagers made their debuts There's a reason why he hasn't played any t- t- under 21 games So w- ask yourself why Well we spoke to me to John Bradley
0: A Russian journalist Russian based British journalist yeah. At the time of the transfer And he said some mixed things He said some good things, some bad um, They were talking a lot about that rawness That Lukaku picked up on after watching him train Once I think yeah. But the most interesting thing he said was that in Russian media circles, they were a bit baffled sl- slash amused by the fee. They said, actually, Evan looked like to be an add-off, really, because he he's probably like a £5 million player. Mm. And obviously, January inflates prices and what have you. But I hope there's some questions being asked at Finch from with the scout, who, who's gone. You'd imagine it'd be Kevin Reeves, the chief scout, he yeah. has yeah. got a decent record. He's obviously a good operator. But someone's dropped a clanger so far, on what we've seen... And um, there's got to be answers
2: for it's it. It's an expensive one as well, Greg, because if we had paid 2 or 3 million for Niasse, I don't think anyone would be on the edge of the seat shouting and bawling. But we we'll paid thirteen and a half million. Is it our third most so, expensive uh, yeah. in yeah. our history? So, you're not talking about a couple of quid, you're talking top notch for Everton Football Club. And it needs looking at, everything needs looking at with this transfer. Why isn't he being used? Is he good enough? If not, why? the other the questions that need putting here.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. At the moment, it's 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 not not it's not the best deal. But you know, we just have to wait and see. But that's a that's a different question altogether, isn't it? Um, I do I do agree about Naismith I mean, I can't was getting a bit of stick off supporters when he you know, when he departed to be fair. So we can't you yeah. know, we can't sort of rewrite history. But I do agree. Certainly Man United away, you know, when we played Lennon behind Lukaku that game was just yeah. made for Naismith yeah. you know, like terms of buzzing around and, round and yeah. making yourself busy on the opposition box, which we just mm. we lacked that completely that day. And it's just general enthusiasm. Um and but well, that was a good deal for the club, the player, probably for Norwich they thought So we can't complain b- complain about that, but we d- it has left us a bit light up front whatever you know yeah. losing Naismith again yeah. or played player who's not fit is just regardless of whether Nias has got the quality or not it's left us light up front he must
2: have the quality because he hasn't got a game has he? well but, but it depends what you're saying about fitness isn't it You know, it took him three months to get fit that's what I'm saying is the, there's either a massive yeah, questions yeah.
0: over him in a personal capacity and why he's, he's not fit there's a question maybe over what we're going to move on to next yeah. the general fitness of Everett's players um And there's just, as we've emphasised, so many questions about the transfer yet unanswered. And I don't think any of us are buying that. It's because he's got a bit of a sore wrist.
2: Which um, leads us to our next question from Everton Mark, who says, Tony, he's um, Roberto Martinez. Has he turned us into the unfittest squad in the league? Gav, you can have that one. (laughs) (laughs) He's so kind to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Good question. How did you define fitness? I mean... Um, Boston the on the game Well we are speaking we are speaking before
2: Larry, Roger you about Tottenham and Leicester You see how fit They seem Double sessions double I think you mentioned sessions top Double top sessions top. from Tottenham Definitely. You're looking at that And you're thinking yeah. Everton are a far cry From being fit I think Me personally I think a couple of the players Seem overweight I, I don't I mean I
1: don't I Can't say about that
2: but, but think, I, I think try. Ross I think Ross Is um, carrying more weight Than what he should be To be fair I yeah. think a couple of the football I think a couple of the Current seven players going through the motions as in fitness wise as well i think a couple of them need to be looked at regardless of fitness especially you're looking at them I'm just so leggy and you're yeah. looking so see everton don't do enough off the ball for me so you look at it and you say you should be really top notch fit, and they're not. They're far from yeah. it. They're not finishing games. Yeah. They, they're you conceding goals left, right, and centre. So you're conceding late goals as well, which obviously your mentality as well as creeping into play. So for me, I can't argue with that. Did you seem a really unfit squad? You can, I can answer this question. You, <laughs> <laughs> answer. Is it the comparisons with Leicester
1: and Spurs? Are, it's, incestant, I mean, successful teams always look fit. <laughs> you know, if you're at the if you're at the top of the table and you're motivated, and you've got something to play
2: well, for. Well I think Sunderland I mean, and Newcastle did it.
1: I, I mean, I, I, I can't. I, what what I would say is, I think this is not just something that's happened this season. There's been comments about certainly the start of last season, isn't there? So, I mean, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, and I don't whether it's maybe stars of play certain players aren't are used to. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure the number of games perhaps they do or do not play. Um I do I can understand why people say it because they're on his I mean Dale Faye was somebody's been accused, hasn't he, by supporters of, of, of not Definitely. being able to last ninety minutes. Um you know, Can't for last
0: most about of the mm. yeah
2: And I think you do it for strong bursts down the flank he looks goosed. It's his demeanour of the way he he literally puts his hands on his hips. And then he puts his head down as if he's gasping for it Well, he's out the game for, t- for ten minutes then. And you look like, oh, you're he's a young lad. He's got his blow back, and then he'll yeah. he'll go again. We spoke about that, didn't we, Roger, on telephone yeah. fitness? He's, he was
3: on loan twenty thirteen fourteen, so we already had an introduction to the Premier League. And I don't, I know he didn't start many games, but he could he could at least remember the intensity. Once is severe as well. Like a very very like up and coming, progressing club. I mean, they won the Europa League twice; could be on course to win it again. Uh, people. He's not fit. You get him fit. Same thing with Nyas. Oh, he's fifty, sixty yeah. percent fit. Well, oh, get him, get him there. Yeah. If it means playing under twenty-one, if it means doing the horseshoe thing that David Moyes liked, um, uh, Phil, Phil Neville mentioned it, I think, in his. I just go.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, if it means doing the horseshoe, which people hate, but it gets them fit, get him doing that, because it's just. And if, if it means doing a double training session, if it means, you know, staying an hour after. Yeah. Just,
0: yeah. Keep it's, him there. it's funny you mentioned the horseshoe because that was. It was something that Phil Neville mentioned to me without I'm not trying to, you know, but it was in two down at Finch Farm ahead of, I think it was the 2012 semi final. Um, anyway, and uh, <laughs> less said about that, the better. But uh, we were talking about, you know, Moyes and fitness and what have you, and he mentioned about this, 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 the reason why Everton was tended to be strong, you know, at that time we're known as a fit squad because Moyes had this way of a very different approach to Martinez in so many different ways but in terms of fitness and, and strength and conditioning and it's almost like sort of marine style kind of intense fitness preparation and the horseshoe run was one of them players hated it they'd all be spearing up after it but it would separate the men from the boys more than anything else it would get them fit now Martinez came in and I noticed this happened in tangerine Ravens my eyes he had a different approach and his logic was well, these aren't soldiers or uh, middle distance runners or triathletes, the footballers, so I'm going to have their fitness based around the ball at their feet. Yeah. And I understand the logic to that, but as with everything between these two managers, I think there's a middle ground which would make more sense. Mm. You don't abandon one thing and go right to the other, because naturally when other clubs are doing intense fitness work and all you're doing is short shuttles with the ball at your feet, you're going to have an un- a less fit squad. Now, are the, Everton the, the least fit squad in the league? I don't know how you quantify that. No. But they definitely, the fitness levels may have definitely dropped since the Moyes
1: area. Yeah, and I think they started off the season looking really sharp, to be honest with you. Uh, this
0: season?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not last season. Uh, and I, I do agree. It's like, you know, you like mentioned, say, Leicester. Well, like they're a team who like to play not without the ball, don't they? You know, and sometimes if you set up like that, you don't do as... It goes back to your point, Greg, about... You can just sit in deep. You don't have to run, you know, miles in a game. You can just stay in your positions. Atletico Madrid is a team like that who look really fit yeah. at the moment, but that's because of their style of play. Compared to say Barcelona, who look look dead on the feet last couple of weeks. Mm. because they, they play a type of football that like Martinez with yeah. the So it depends. It does depend on the type of football that you play. But having said that, individual players are different, and you should always expect a certain level of basic fitness and. And I can, un- regardless about what your what your football beliefs are, and and I can understand that certain players having scrutiny at the moment um, because of the, the fitness levels. But I do, it comes back to if you are yeah. getting results and winning, you, you do look. Yeah. Tend to, you never look unfit when you're winning. You know, very, very yeah. few. You, know, you only ever look unfit when you're getting. These, there's, there's, in a, yeah, definitely. And a, there's a,
0: some mit- mitigation with some players like. A lot of people disagreed with my rating about Dan Gibson at the weekend, I gave him a 4. Now in hindsight, you know, you've know you got to make the decisions like there and then in the press box. And I've looked at back, and I probably would say that was a little bit harsh, was probably more like a 5 or a 6. I didn't think he was anything special, no. but I think no. when, I log- when I got to see the game back, and by the way we send our ratings on the final whistle, we don't have that benefit, he did have a little bit more of an influence than I thought he had. But one thing I'll still say is he looked at best half-fit, which for me incenses me because the professional athletes, and that's pretty much all they have to do. However, there's no substitute for playing games. Yeah, yeah. And he's not played a lot of games at all, so I've got a little slither of sympathy for him, albeit a little one. You know, I don't. People try and mm-hmm. wear office job and try and keep fit yeah. and playing something morning and they'll try and go out the way to keep fit. That's all he's got to do. Yeah. So it really annoys me when he's half jogging back to get back into position, and it's not a lack of desire. I think it's just because he was goose.
1: Yeah, I mean some players are more naturally fit than others. So don't think Darren's one of life's more naturally yeah. of the fit players. As I you know, it's his job. But, but yeah. yeah, no. Um, what do you think,
2: Tom? I mean, did I, you it? I really do think that the the, the, the current Everton squads and I'd say a good a good I'd say three quarters of them seem seem really unfit to me. And I'm not. I know you're. You were talking about our Leicester home and you talking about these teams. I look have the Premier League, and they all seem a lot fitter than Everton. Everton are sluggish to the ball, sluggish to the second ball. The, the patient build-up doesn't work for them. I think everything about the current team. You don't see someone who's getting on the on the edge of your seat. So Somebody's well, going to run at someone.
0: So who else blows up in games and? Given his due, it's not, I don't think it's mental because I think he's got that resilience and he, and he will come back into life, but generally it can appear that he, he looks lazy. Lukaku's fitness could be better. Yeah. Now, he's a big, strong, powerful athlete and maybe the types of runs he makes, it will be taxing, but for me, that's their job. I don't understand that because he'll go missing in games for little yeah. spells. And I think that's just his, his stamina.
2: Yeah. I think the next question, obviously it was going to come up, especially before these two of the biggest games of the season. I say
0: take it as a given, but go on. Yeah, it's um, going
2: to come up, obviously. Um, two of the biggest games of the season coming up this week. If we do get beat in the two of them, will this be Roberto Martinez's last season in charge of Everton? Roger, you can have that one. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: personally, I think it should be, because to be honest, I think the home form this season is a sackable offence, because it's been... It's the worst mm. in our history, so it's an absolute disgrace. There's no I'm making no yeah. about that. The away form isn't as good as people say as it is either. Because Martinez goes. If you look at the home form, if you look at the away form. It's two of the most correspond different things you see in European football. It's not that. It just isn't that good. We've drawn. We've won five away from home, which is respectable. But if you want a good record, you should be winning about seven, eight yeah. at home. Yeah. And that's just for like a top five, top six team. We could be in the um, with the squad we've got. We could be in the challenging at least for the top four so we could you know we could elevate that a little bit higher and this Premier League the quality there's no quality there's yeah. no quality there's not a lot of quality anymore I can't see us getting anything but a 4-1 5-1 hiding on Wednesday and yeah. I, the people who say oh well Cup Everton will turn up the FA Cup you know will turn mm. it on for that it's very hard to do that when you've got no momentum no confidence yeah. and no win in the last six league games
2: Yeah.
3: I can't see it I, I can't see him a, if he does stay i can't see everton moving forward with the mother martinez in charge i i
2: i i tend to agree with what, what Roger saying i think the majority of Everton fans I speak to after the match, when I'm speaking to them, they've kind of lost the faith in Roberto Martinez. Is the way he approaches games, is after match interviews, his press conferences, the way his team set up, his transfer activity lately. I think everything he's the, the the fans have lost the faith in, and he's gonna. Have, I don't know how even an even an FA Cup. Mightn't win them round for me. I don't think he will. I think if you look at it, we we harped on about his transfers. Yeah, rightly so. The fitness levels. But for me, we, we remember at the start of the season. Gavin, we touched upon him, when we going right through the squads and we going. Yet yeah, is this the greatest squad we've had in so long? Yet yeah, it might be on paper. Then we picking an holes and we thinking we went in this season with one right back. Seamus Coleman. So it was inevitable the lad was going to get injured. Yeah, ty- he did have
0: Tyrus Browning. Brown yeah.
2: Browning, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that was just a lad from the academy. You can't be relying on kids from the academy, Greg, in my opinion. he's played the Premier League. Yeah, he's he played, played, well, an he played Yeah, he's played an handful of games. You're not that much yeah. different yeah. from a like John Flanagan, if you like. No, Flanagan played a full season at Liverpool. I know, but point being is that. Browning, how many games? Count on one hand how many games he's played for Everton. So you can't be relying on this. So Seamus Coleman, you're relying on one right back. You're relying on. One centre forward. That's what you're relying on. You're relying on three centre halves. And this is an Evan. We were talking about you going into win all kinds of cup competitions. They no, you looked at the squads, and I think Roberto Martinez this season has failed miserably with it.
1: It's an interesting, interesting one. Can I just say one other point just about the fitness as well. You know, yeah. Compared to the likes of Sunderland and Newcastle, how many domestic games we played this season? By the way, with
0: being in both to,
1: cups, with being in both cups compared to a lot of other teams in in the, in the league, yeah. we probably played played ten.
0: How many terms games have
1: Tottenham played in Europe? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not Liverpool. saying all the clubs, but you know, when they're successful, I'm saying there's, and they yeah. they've rotated the squad. But in terms of like the whole the yeah, whole yeah. league, in terms of domestic games, we played we played a hell of a lot of domestic. Well, there's
2: games one for you, Gav. You're looking at Everton and Liverpool squads. Everton, I'm looking at it on yeah. paper, and Everton squad's better than Liverpool's. Yeah. Well, it's not a lot of they're, difference. No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. Say Well, so. what's the but difference? Where did you go? There's not much, there's difference, there? not not much difference, there's so
1: difference. I wouldn't say it's better, though. I think there's, 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 there's parts of us where we bear better parts of it where they, they probably got a bit more upfront, haven't they? Be so, tight. why
2: are they 12, 10 points so, clear? You know, <laughs> well,
1: it's results and confidence, and some of the stuff we're going on about. I've noticed a
2: manager who's getting the best out of the players, and that's what Jurgen Klopp's doing at Liverpool and Roberto Martinez is feeling to do yeah. whatever.
1: So, you don't, can't compare Jurgen Klopp as a top coach, and he? he's one of the best coaches in the world, and that That's like, you know, I think comparing people it's think Slightly unfair here, and he's coming to it. You know, he's, he's coming to Liverpool. You know, we've got obviously the resources are a lot, a lot bigger than, than us, so I don't think that's the right comparison. But going back to your original point about the squads, and it is tied in with fitness, isn't it? You, you yeah. are right in that. And, and I've said this before, haven't I? I? The problem for me is not being the right back position, the problem is that they bought. They could have figured they could, if they had four cents at half, they could have put yeah. stone to certain times of like right back. Back, yeah, and, yeah. That, and that, that's that's the problem. Uh the other thing as well is you know, I was thinking about this at the weekends when we had the, the big arguments over about putting a week see team out. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say I you said, said put it out? No, you no, you said you said, What well, happens if she was gets <laughs> injured, exactly it? Exactly and it was inevitable it was an episode <laughs> was gonna happen. I was thinking that on Saturday, but and we, we had to laugh about it at the time, but it is true. What what it did highlight is that where we have got an imbalanced squad and we have spoken about it all season. You know, please you know m- m- made worse by the fact that Jags is injured. Mm. That to me not having that four centre half has caused caused yeah. the biggest no issues. Is both in covering yeah. the full backs when he needed to, but also giving us choice when central defenders have be the on fifth out of four.
3: Where's Brendan Galloway gone?
2: I'm I'm with you on that, Roger. I've I've stated that a few times over the past coming weeks. Uh, I don't know. he's played really well for us this season. It's Confidence was high. I mean, you'd expect that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and the next minute he's just been bombed out and
0: hasn't seen. He's actually got a knock at the moment, but that's not relevant to his previous disappearance. I think uh, he would like to know that as well, the lad himself, because he yeah. signed a new contract. Yeah, you fight, know, probably in, in the hope that he'd have a chance to build on where he started. I still believe that Bain should start ahead of him. Okay. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, people talking about Bournemouth as an ex as, as a central defender. Yeah. And he's not been. This is a new knock. He's picked up. That's why he wasn't involved on Saturday. Previously, why is why is he not getting looking? Yeah. Is is it easier?
1: I mean, we saw it on Saturday. Is it easier to bring a youngster in a back than centre half? I think it is definitely. Is that that, that one of and, for, and in
0: for, fairness, for, given the way yeah, it's gone yeah. with Stones at centre back, it probably wouldn't have been the time to start. Yeah. To say the Galloway, yeah. you know, you come in. And it, not the oldest either.
1: Yeah. He played. You know, he plays obviously behind these slightly different roles, but he, he's been with us now for like, two years, three years now hasn't he, John Stones. Yeah. So I always think it's very, it's a big, it's this this unresolvable problem in football. At the so I'm not deflecting what you're saying, for Tony, but it's linked to it. Is that that. In old times, you had to short right back, you just have a right back in reserves, you just come in. And but now that 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 leap from the academy mm, to first so team
2: football is ginormous. I think what you're looking at here, Gav, sorry to interrupt, what you're looking at here right now. Two thousand and nine we entered an FA Cup final with Leon Osman and Tony Ivy in the side. And it could be foreseeably that we do it again <laughs> seven years later with the same side. And we haven't learned. We've had a manager since who spent over a hundred million, and we're in the same conundrum with Hibbert and Osman in the side. Okay. How, really, bad's really How bad is that? How bad is it? We don't have Hibbert and Osman in the side. The, that 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 What's the, yeah. options? <laughs> yeah. and What's the options? You seen what Osman had to offer on Saturday? Yeah. Again, yeah, he's been a great servant for Everton and all that. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but every pass was backwards. He can't run. Okay, he's gone. But he's but finished.
1: Nobody's saying that Leon's a fair team, like, at the moment. Nobody's saying that Tony Hibbert's a fair team, like, But he could be there on Saturday. But what it does. But what it does point to Which is going back To the original point Is that the same, we, this, The way the squad Is developed And we spoke about this Regularly haven't we This season on the podcast Is that It's an imbalance of like I always say There's an imbalance Of age in the squad Where we've got too many At the, the upper ends And too, ma- too mm. many At the bottom ends yeah. And not a lot at the peak yeah. You know Plus that combines With like We've got two right wingers, but only one right back. Uh, know, seven thing. right wingers. Oh, whichever you know. Well, <laughs> if orthodox right wingers. You know, yeah. yeah um, what you would say, um, and that—that's maybe something that if Roberto was looking back again, he would maybe look to rectify. It's a bit better
2: last summer, but,
1: but any squad that's got injuries will always uh, will always have have an issue, isn't it? You know,
2: Greg Messi said Derby Wednesday. Seriously, deep down. How do you see it going? Don't let your heart rule your head.
0: No, I see us getting a hiding. Mm. I can't see anything other than that. And the only thing I'm, I'm straw, I'm grasping at the moment is that. I said to a few lads this morning. One thing we all know from being Evertonians and following Everton all our lives is it's the most contrary, it's quirky. If some, if they can do something to confound, amaze, and surprise you, usually for the wrong reasons, it will. And that makes me think it's so obvious that we're going to get stuffed on Wednesday. I'm grasping here but you never know we might just get a result however deep down in my head certainly thinks we'll get battered and I honestly I fear for it because Martinez said on last week that whatever happened against Southampton wouldn't affect the way they play on Wednesday and Saturday which for me is absolute nonsense what, whatever happens in the previous game does affect yeah. Hampton, for better or for worse now I just think Liverpool have won again on Sunday and they must be sat there they must be chomping at the bit to get stuck into heaven on Wednesday behind first time back in front of the cop since last Thursday Klopp's first derby Klopp's first derby they will be chomping at the bit to get stuck into heaven and I don't know at the moment whether we've got the fight in us to go there we do prioritise it in any way generally other than the fact that you don't want to lose a derby not really because the league's pointless now it's gone it's all about Saturday but a hiding on Wednesday I just for me, it's just a bit. This way, again it's toxic, you know.
1: C- can I just align that statement to the statement you were saying before about our squad being about the same as theirs? Then, how does that how does that fit in then to that statement? Is it just a question of morale at the moment? No. And that's well, it, oh. So,
0: I mean, at the moment, so you you might not have. You mean why do I think we're gonna hide?
2: just gently right that what you mean yeah, well, just because of the, yeah. the injuries the way we're playing and the way they're playing the injuries, combination the four,
0: four. the confidence yeah. on paper our two best 11s Yeah, yeah. nothing, nothing yeah. to yeah. choose we, nothing to choose so yeah. we give them a go any day of the week yeah. and obviously you've got to take it into account as well
2: our appalling record over there which
3: mm. yeah. doesn't help it's psychologically at all. you've almost won that man yeah.
2: anyway. exactly but um, Roger, do you think this is a time where Everton obviously they've been criticised this season for the lack of fight lack of passion lack of characters you're gonna need this on Wednesday, aren't you?
3: Oh yeah, but who's gonna give it? Mm. Who? Who's?
2: Has anyone? Has anyone stood out over the past six or seven weeks for you to say? Do you know what? He's got a bit of fight in him here.
3: No, not not at all. Not honestly. The the only one one of the very few fighters we had in the like the true fighters we had in the squad. We sold them in January. Yeah, it was an eight yeah. Week. Was pr- he was a he was snidey. He'd, he'd work hard. He'd he'd kick people. He'd be in the referee's face. Yeah. We need, we need more than that. We've got too many nice, just nice lads. Besic, he'll put a tackle in, and you know he'll and he'll. um have a go at the referee. Yeah. He'll have a go at the referee. He'll have a go at his own players, which you need as well. Yeah. Because people, the players in the Everton trust need to look at themselves, mm. realize what what and how are they playing, what are they doing right now, because it's not good enough. Not good enough to represent Everton this way. But we haven't got any fighters we've got i can't I can't see any fighters you about spoke
1: that. about that last weekend about leadership didn't mean the team is up yeah. whether there was enough leaders which is pretty much the same thing um i I yeah th- th- it's just not looking good Wednesday is it I mean and also as well I'm not, I'm not a great believer of this thing you can throw the form book out of the, on the derby mask because I've been going to derbies for like 40 odd years and most of that time Liverpool have been a better team and guess what <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool won I mean apart from the mid 90s you know like the, the dogs of war time, yeah. that's probably the only sustained period where the form book has yeah. been uh, overturned but that, that's got but, to do with that will to but, win but hasn't it which is tied to what Rod said go- it was where like the attitudes of both teams was t- t- the complete opposite of what it should have been, and when you saw the players on the pitch, so um, I uh, going back to your question, I'm, I'm sort of, I wouldn't say not fair and the worst, but you know, I'm, I'm more interested in the impact on. I think Greg just the impact on Saturday really yeah. than the, the actual results on uh, yeah. on Wednesday. Mean, but
0: yeah. but you don't know, do you? Well, it, that's assuming that I was about to think we'll we'll, we'll instantly be more competitive with our best eleven. But then I keep remembering he's not necessarily going to play the best eleven because he'll be even more chastened by what happened to Coleman. He might be thinking because make no mistake, Martinez will know. He said it's a defining week for his team when he was asked after the game, so he'll know he can't really afford to risk. Well, maybe he will think he can't afford to risk his strongest level on Wednesday but then can he afford to put out a team like he did on Saturday I don't think he knows his strongest
2: level I've said that I've said that many times we've seen that at Watford um, he had his I think he was full strength more or less full strength against Watford yeah, and you, he couldn't even beat a team that had basically got the jack chairs up put the ambulator layer on once he reached <laughs> 38 points so you, if you can't turn them over with your best team exactly. you never will
1: yeah it was, it was ominous as well that left Poofield at the a weakened team. A bomb, yeah, a and beat them and today, yeah, just one positive over the last few weeks oh is, yeah. yeah, <laughs> is Joe Robles, who I think has been excellent over the last last, uh, the last, last three or four games. games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think um, a couple of excellent. Yeah, teams. and also as well, I mean, I think Funes Mori. That was probably a fault on. You know, I think he's got a little bit of in him, and it's good to see John Stones. Maybe not reaching the heights that you know, can he sort mm. of stabilised was yeah. probably the best. And, and bear in mind, they're at two cent halves and goalkeeper at the moment. They're not yeah. the worst positions to actually say they're actually not doing I too liked, bad.
0: I agree. I liked seeing Stones talking Callum Connolly a little bit through the game. I liked the fact that he looked like he was doing things a bit more simply. I didn't like the fact that Mori, who I've got a lot of time for as a player, seems to have p- picked up where Stones has left off with taking an essay risk. Yeah. Yeah. It very nearly cost us yeah. uh, on Saturday. A number of times. Yeah. There, was,
3: there was one, I think he came up got dispossessed on yeah. the halfway line
1: that's and right they had, they had, I think they, they, they had the post I that's what I was thinking about it was one of their many woodworkers. Did John where Gibson had the Buchan wasn't it which he had to do yeah he had to do like, yeah. Gav
0: yeah. you'll know this um, <laughs> not, put not me to, this the right? no pile yeah, yeah. misery on yeah. misery yeah. but Buchan's red cards Wednesdays. do those suspensions translate immediately to Saturday yeah yeah do they, so there's a mercy side I mean, yeah. if it does get tasty all you need is best to throw in one and yeah. he's got straight red and then all of a sudden he's out for Saturday
2: I think what concerns me over the last two games I think Everton have yeah, they've created one or two chances but obviously the opposition have Crystal Palace created numerous chances I think Conor Wickham missed two sitters in a minute yeah, I think they, they, they should have been, Everton should have been, because of easily being out of sight there Southampton missed a numerous amount of chances it was work three times again and if Everton do this on Wednesday and Saturday now Liverpool have been lethal recently. You can see Sturridge easily scoring one or two. Man United as well. They're not even creating much, but when they create one chance, they're burying it. Rashford or Martial and Everton can't afford to do what they've done recently. If they give them Liverpool or Manchester United half a chance, it's curtains.
3: Oh, you, you said um, if Bessic throws the tackle and Red Card is out for Saturday. Does it even matter? Because we made six changes on Saturday, and it was the exact same yeah. as the previous four games. It doesn't. It almost doesn't matter who's in the blue shirt yeah. because it's just the same turgid, boring, substandard
2: football that we've witnessed no, all, season. Season. You all season. Don't
3: need the personnel. I don't
1: think Can't say all season. Actually, no, but there's been one, one or two that. games. Southampton. I'm, I'm Southampton, I'm Southampton
2: away. Southampton away. Yeah, do a brilliant. I just think
1: even so this year at, at, at Stoke when he won three yeah. 0 and, and like okay, even goals. like Villa, like okay, not the best. But, you know, I like some games like a Norris the first half, at Norris before oh, Christmas. They play brilliantly we played all This is old
2: Disneyland. We've played about 40 games, well, haven't we? The, and that's so the best you can knock out. Well, you no, said every but game, game but well, I'd say for three quarters of the I game, know, just, correct me. We've
1: we, been we, we moaning most podcasts saying we, play, we, we've got the, we haven't got the, the results our performances deserve. I've no, just that.
2: You know, You've won how many games have we won at home this season? Yeah, we're talking about performances now, yeah, aren't we? Perfor- not, not, so are they? I think, Gav, you sound like Roberta, where performances no, are relating to no, results. No, I'm you, not you, you, are you are saying you, that. You said that's agents. It is. It's, it's, it's uh, terrible, uh, terrible to watch. But not in. you said that every oh, game. Oh, one or two games, so I like, think. Southampton away was brilliant. Stoke away was brilliant. Apart from that, I'm thinking, what else? What I else?
3: They really love, love very entertaining stuff. Yeah, patches and stuff but the last I'd say the last five games it's been completely it's S- been S- high. S- Chelsea. S- since S- Chelsea since Chelsea in the Chelsea FA Cup there's it. been, a,
1: there's been, a, there's been a, the, it's yeah.
3: not been it, it's not been good enough the whole season but there has been very there's been flashes of very good football yeah. but the last the last
0: five games has been like absolutely right the up. biggest fear is that the manager appears at the moment to so have lost the crowd I don't know how he can win them back my brother younger, younger brother has got a season ticket my dad my brother's been away for a while uh, on, on holiday he came back for Saturday And his first observation to me was he sits in the paddock and he looked up at the Gladys Street and he said he's never seen it. So people just sat there, they looked bored. It wasn't a seething kind of rolling mass of people going mad and getting behind the team. And what you normally see when you look at Gladys Street, he said people just sat there and they looked like cardboard cutouts. They were just waiting for it to go wrong. They were bored. They just looked as if they were fed up. This is a week before Wembley
2: as well. This Were the any before, Wembley yeah. song or nothing normally you're well, in all the Wembley semi-final. songs. It's a semi final. Yeah. You, you've got a TR t- you might yeah, yeah, you're there right, was yeah. none of it. The, there yeah, was no Roberto Martinez song, there's in no the back. There's nothing to spark the fans. Like the fans have been brilliant, Craig, and I uh, have uh, sure. I've heard I've heard a lot of lo- arguments against the fans recently and the Everton fans have been absolutely brilliant. It's up to the players and the manager. To translate that onto the pitch. and I think, Which other team in the Premier League who suffered one of the worst seasons this season, which Everton have done, and they're still knocking 35,000 out on a Saturday? Name me one. I agree. And they've been there in the drove to sell out every single away game. Every single away game they're selling out. 35,000 again there against Southampton middle of the road game looked Liverpool, like a pre-season uh, and they're still turning up Liverpool in the drawers. I'll tell you that Liverpool I mean it's the
1: way it's the way support. I mean, Sunderland it. get like 35000 40000 don't they? they yeah, the the, it's, but it's the way support isn't it which is which is tremendous which is like yeah. our way following. follow the, the it. team
2: don't deserve the support it. they don't deserve it the
1: way uh, they're turning on is that not helpful because Bessage said something about that today well, Bessett just
0: basically said that he, he in a nutshell he, he wants the fans to get behind the team this week he, he, he just yeah. says he understands the way things are whether he actually does understand I love Bessic but he's a 23 year old uh, Bosnian I don't think he really understands the mindset of an Evertonian, not yet he can't claim to know that, but as a professional footballer he knows he hasn't been good enough and he's saying put that aside and get behind the team and it brings us neatly to something I was going to try and conclude this podcast with because frankly there's very little to be positive about at the moment and there's quite a lot to be negative and gloomy about I hope things change over the next four or five days because they've got to. It's massive, and if they don't, then there's going to be serious repercussions. But lads on Twitter started the hashtag of the weekend, the joy of Everton, and it's 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 it's, you know you couldn't need it any more at this sort of time, really. And we might need it even more on Wednesday night. (laughs) But it's got. I've I've seen some lovely uh, examples of, and everyone's basically picking something that that makes them feel happy, joyous, proud to be a blue, and they've tweeted with the hashtag joy of Everton. So before I put you on the spot. (laughs) <laughs> I'll do mine in kind of recent history and I, for me it will be that Anfield derby yeah, so Goodison derby Andy Johnson the 3-0 yeah. I remember being there I can remember falling off my seat and trying to twist my ankle not feeling the pain for 48 hours nothing like beating them and beating them emphatically and it was for me watching as a blue there's so many happy moments yeah. but for me that was the joy of Everton when you do one over them you get a yeah. good result over them and you can go and crow with your mates and, and yeah. just yeah. enjoy it and it hasn't
2: happened enough but yeah.
0: for me that was a joyous moment so
2: Mine was probably, I think it was 2005 when we beat Manchester United at home, Duncan Ferguson, 10 years on from beating them the previous um, previous 10 years, thought the crowds were unbelievable that night, Goodison was rocking, the, the players were bang average players that, that, that year but they responded, they put a hell of a shift in for the manager, for the crowds, the football club was one. The team spirit was immense. It was just so united at Everton Football Club then and it was just one big game that, me personally, just cemented fourth place. I think Liverpool got beat against Portsmouth that night. Everton beat Man United 1-0. I think it, that made us more or less concrete fourth space. So that was, it was just, a, that, that. for me, that game just sums up Everton. Regardless of your ability, the fans just want to see a full shift of passion, commitment, and it was so, so refreshing to see. That's man. I feel like
1: crying now (laughs) it doesn't have to be a game it can be if you want mine and I'll tell you I remember like obviously maybe a bit seniority compared to yourselves but after we won the title in 85 uh, sitting in the you know the CI club in Sanfield Park like,
0: I uh, I remember
1: (laughs) having uh, with the pint It was a few of us out and uh, just the the satisfaction was Monday after we won against Like, knowing we were champions which is something that, that i never, you know. What's that like, you know, <laughs> like yeah. But for me, to better March because of. I'd seen, like, I mean, the 14 years with school was 14 years for us. I was the trophy in Liverpool, won the title like the majority of those seasons. Yeah. And I realised the respect, you know, you understood the respect that Liverpool had for being champions. And now we were champions. And you're taking it off them. Yeah. And remember, like, we would bottled that moment of just that realising yeah, that, that like, yeah, you know, yeah, that is enough to last in a lifetime. Mm. And, and and it's still, I it often think about that. You know, Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it is. Yeah. But that, that's just that moment of realisation. We're champions. Roger, you're. Well, I'm, I'm only twenty, so I've not got that
3: many. feel <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, well, that. That. Yeah. you yeah. might have,
2: you might have one on Saturday. Yeah, you don't you know. Don't know but quickly um, predictions. Oh, oh hang on. Let's You go for one, It'd
3: have to be Fiorentina.
2: Fiorentina.
3: I've never, never been to like, hundreds of games that I've never seen Goodison anywhere near the like velocity, velocity the velocity, the atmosphere, just yeah. just everything about. It was the only time I've ever bought a half and half scarf. <laughs> 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 just because yeah. yeah. I wanted, like a momentum Even though we got beaten, yeah. in fashion when they built us up. Yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah.
1: you know what? I was at both the Fiorentina and the Bayern Munich game. Yeah, and the, the noise after our that, goal against Fiorentina, and seeing it the noise in the crowds was more than what it was after yeah. Bayern Munich that for a for, for, for short period what a goal time. it was yeah. as well yeah, Super-
0: yeah Well, we'll be yeah. part again, obviously before the semi-final but we'll just do as Scotty was about to our predictions for Wednesday if we must so
2: 3-1 to Liverpool Gav <laughs> I'm going to go with
1: uh, half before head or head before ass so no. I think we'll get beat 2 now.
0: 4-1 Liverpool 4-1 I t- look for the sake of devil's advocates, but I am going to grasp a draw. I think we'll get a point with we'll draw, the draw kings recently and I think Liverpool might just be the expectations be over the
2: top <laughs> we're getting battered <laughs> needs a weapon <laughs> 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 to all
0: right <laughs> thanks for listening and it we'll was speak before the semi-final
3: Prijsbewust. Nu extra MB's bij de Sony Xperia XA2 voor 19,50 per maand, 300
2: minuten of smsjes en 1500 MB internet tijdens de Ben Prijsbewustweek. Kijk op Ben.nl.
1: Let op: geld plenen kost geld.